Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Congratulations. It's lit. It's always lit. It's always lit, my babies. Dude, what's up? Hi, guys. Whoops, hit it by mistake, the oops button. Hit it even by mistake. Starting it out with a mistake. Not even a mistake. A mistake was hitting the thing. How crazy is that? The mistake was hitting the oops button, and the oops button made the fucking sound that it should have made when I made a mistake. Uh, when they made the mistake, when the mistake was the mistake. It's like a fucking crazy Chris Nolan movie, but whatever, dude. Um, let's do some... Uh, you know what we got? Do we, uh, we, we, we... What we're doing today is... Uh, first, before we get into it, before we get into it, we're doing it today. We're going to, where is Chris D'Elia going to be on the road? You go to chrislea.com to get your tickets. Chrislea.com to get your tickets is Grand Prairie, Texas, which is right outside of Dallas. If you're in Dallas, you get to Grand Prairie, Texas, August 26th. You go get tickets in August 26th. Those tickets are flying, so uh, go and get the good tickets. It's going to be the next day, August 27th. It's going to be in Wichita, 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 Kansas for some reason. That's where the BTK killer is. The BTK killer was. There were a lot of killers in Wichita, Kansas, and that's where Chris Lee is going to be August 27th. Uh, Wichita, Kansas has a sordid past when it comes to serial killers, when it comes to serial killers. BTK. And then Atlanta. We're going to be definitely a lot of murders in Atlanta, too, because because it's Atlanta, September 9th. So many murders, and Chris Lee is going to be there September 9th. Washington, D.C., politically motivated murder, mur- murders, September 10th. A lot of political assassin- assassinations uh, going to be in Washington, D.C., September 10th. Stockton and Oakland. Well, you know what's what, what, stock, 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 Stockton and Oakland? Lots of, lots of fucking murders. Lots of, lots of getting your dome split by bullets. But Chris Lee is doing the mur- mur- murder tour. September 23rd and 24th, coming at you, Stockton, California, and o- o- Oakland. It's absolutely fucking dangerous when it comes to bu- bu- bullets. Peoria and Rockford, Illinois, no clue if it's dangerous, but it's right near Chicago, so it prob- probably is. <laughs> so it prob- probably is. Probably Chicago is a hot, hot, hot bed for getting your wig pushed back, playa. Rockford, Illinois, and Peoria, right outside right, right, right outside of Chicago. Go to grizzly.com for tickets. Might, 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 might get shot. Raleigh, North Carolina. No, no, North Carolina. Going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. October 21st, North Carolina. That's where that dude pushed his bitch down the staircase. Raleigh, North Carolina. Maybe not bullets, but also the dude fucking absolutely committed cap, cap, capital murder on his wife. And then Savannah, Georgia. It's actually really nice. Got a lot of horses and fucking farm life. So October 22nd, I'll be in Savannah, Georgia. And then Denver, Colorado, which is November 5th, which is a lot of weed, a lot of really cool, nice stuff going on. Cheyenne, Wyoming, beautiful, beautiful mountains, November 6th. And then Boston, Massachusetts, Boston, Boston, no stranger to getting killed. November 12th, November 12th, two shows at the Boston, at the Wang Theater. No, no, no fucking stranger to getting your wig, wig, wig pushed back, play, huh? And Lakeland, Florida, a lot of crazy shit happens in Florida, like like getting your wig pushed back and also in, in incest, and incest, in, and then Jacksonville, in, in incest, incest, and also getting your wig, wig, wig pushed back, December 2nd and 3rd, dude. So fuck it, it's the mur- mur- murder tour of America, chrislea.com. So go over there. I don't even know if you heard any of the cities because of the bit I was doing, but, you know, trying to push tickets in fucking all those areas. So go to chrislea.com. Anyway, dude. Wow, I do bits so long and it's so annoying and I get it. And my son does it too. Basically what I'm saying is I'm a child. So sue me, I'm a child. I do those things. I do those things. I do bits that take so long and my son loves those bits. 
And he doesn't even say again, daddy, again. You know how kids go again, daddy, again, again, again. I didn't even have to say that because I'm already doing it because I do it. And it takes so fucking because I love doing bits so long. I love doing bits so long and I'll keep doing the bits so long. So, dude, he's got the best dad when it comes to again, daddy. Okay. Um, but I love doing it. We do lots of crazy bits, me and my, me and my son. And my son's a fucking stud, dude. Love him so much. Uh, yeah, dude. It's different now. Your boy got married. Um, and that's. That's what happened this week. So fuck yeah, dude. Before I get into that, I'm wearing the new Join Our Cult and Share Ideas merch, chrysalia.com. Chrysalia.com. Wear this and go to go 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 to fucking Atlanta. Get your get your wig pushed back. Um get your get your get your wig pushed back, Playboy. And so um anyway, I got married, dude. So that's what's up, dude. So that's what's up, man. Hell yeah, dude. And it was a beautiful ceremony. It was out in Santa Barbara, still drinking the fucking water from the, the dude brought up waters. You, you call a fucking place down there and you're like, can we get some waters? They're like, where do you get, can we get room service? And the fucking, in Santa Barbara, they're like, sorry, everything closes at 4 p.m. Everyone here has dinner at 3.30 because you have to be fucking a gajillionaire to live there because there's so many fucking Republicans, dude. If you're Republican and you live in LA, you go to Santa Barbara after you turn 60 and you fucking, and you get a place that's super nice and it's a quiet, sleepy town, but it's beautiful, dude. And all the buildings look the same because you know you're in a nice town when all the fucking buildings look the same, right? Because everything has to be to code, right? If you do a place, if you're at a place where where all the buildings are are the same, you got to fucking do it to code. And doing stuff to code is completely annoying, especially because times change and beautiful and and things that are beautiful change, right? But the the code and the town, they don't give a fuck, dude. Especially if they're old and white, they're like, "You ain't changing shit. That's too new. That's too new for this city." So, we were in Santa Barbara and I tried to get a fucking room service and they were like, "No." And I was like, "Can I just get four waters?" And they were like, "Sure." And they brought up a whole case and he was like, "You want more, Mr. Delia?" And I was like, "Sure." So I gave me a whole case, and so now we got these waters, and we're just drinking these fucking waters from Hotel Californian. It's a lovely place. It's a lovely place. Welcome to... It's actually fucking... It's pretty silly to call it the Hotel Californian when there's a huge song called the Hotel California, but whatever. Just added an end to it. Um... Yeah, so uh, it's like fucking naming your motel the La, La, La Quinta Inn um, or the La Quinta Inn with fucking three ends. Um, so worst joke of all time. So um, all good, but it's all good. L- L- get your head out your ass, playboy. <laughs> dude, so we went to that fucking sleepy town and we got married, dude, and everyone was so beautiful there and my son was there and he was so beautiful and he had a bow tie on and it was cute as shit and he was saying cheese for all the pictures. It was so fucking nice, man. And I'm just happy, dude. I'm happy to be fucking, you know, hitched or whatever they call it. Uh, and um, I don't know, man. It's uh, I talked a little bit about it on The King and the Stick and the Wing, but uh, it was just cool, man. Um, was I nervous? Was I anxious? Anxious, maybe. You know, a little bit of anxiety. Uh, just having everything go according to plan. Have it be nice as shit. Uh, a lot of people are coming, making the trip out, you know. Uh, and uh, But it's really nice to have friends there. And support, man. Shout out to a lot of people that fucking were there. Um, it was really nice to see all of them. Uh, a lot of dancing, a lot of beautiful stuffs going on, and uh, had a great band. I forget the name of them, of course, like a piece of shit. Hey, what's the name of the band? 
great. Um, and uh, I'll find it and I'll fucking put it up. But dude, they were well, you know, well, we paid for them a fucking arm and a leg. So, um, what's the name of the band? The Cowling Band, because the guy's Cowling. Last name is Cowling. Cowling. Yeah, got it. Cool. Awesome. And so, uh, so that's the name of the band. And dude, the band was fucking it ripped. The band ripped. The band ripped. They sang songs, dude, that were just like the shit. That were just like the shit that came out when it came out. They were just like, do you remember when you below in September? And that's just me without warming up. But these guys, I don't even think they needed to warm up either. But the cool thing about the band was that they were so good. All of them had all sorts of fucking different instruments that they were playing. They were doing a guitar, a violin. A guy was singing and doing a lot of spinning and then hitting the mic and singing. And then he would spin again and fucking come back again, dude. And it was like three hours until they played Shout. So they were a good wedding band because they were doing so many songs before they're like all right we got to get the shout then they played shout and then i went gotta leave hit the doorway but they were so good that i was like you know what they're actually kind of killing shout and i went back in there isn't a whiter song than shout dude when they get a little bit quiet and shit fuck all that uh and uh but dude the guy the lead singer of the cowling band my god dude we we picked him because we picked that band because of that guy when Krista was showing me the links of bands, I saw a picture of the guy and I go, I don't need to see anyone else. That guy's the wedding singer, dude, because of how he looks, you know? And and guess what? Your boy was right. Is he a precog? Is he psychic? Because the dude came, came through and fucking flamed the area. It flamed the area. We had a beautiful, let me get it, before we even get to the dude, we had a beautiful ceremony. It was out on the fucking roof. You know if a ceremony's out on the roof, forget it, dude. So nice. The views, crazy nice. The views of the beach, and even if you look back in the other direction, you couldn't even see a parking lot. That's how nice it was, dude. Views in every direction were nice, dude, like an orgy. It was unreal. There are probably some bad views and orgies, to be honest. Is that Frank's asshole? Um, but yeah, dude, it was like an orgy view with no Frank's asshole. And, um, who knows a guy named Frank anyway, especially in an orgy, dude, (laughs) a guy named Frank in an orgy would be just a fucking, okay, Frank, just with a cigar fucking ashing out on other dudes. Um, so, uh, the ceremony was beautiful. Vows were nice. We wrote them. Was nervous. Went off without a hitch. Had some mic issues. Was all good. Fell back into my fucking... I did some crowd work material at my own wedding, right? Asked the guy where he was from. Kidding. Well, I actually did, but as a joke. And um, the vows were great. Got through them. Didn't even cry. Close to as much as Eric Griffin. Fuck yeah, dude. Eric Griffin cried so much at his wedding, and I cried medium amount. Hell yeah, dude, because why? Because I practiced, dude. I practiced. I wrote it in my notes, and then I practiced. And I thought maybe I wouldn't read it, but then the fucking, the lady printed it out, and I read it, and it was still nice, dude. Heartfelt as shit, dude. (laughs) So, um, not a dry eye in the audience. Except for Cooper. Cooper was there, our dog. And uh, Calvin uh, was actually not, the one who cried the least, probably at the wedding. He was literally just... At one point, we, we were in the middle of it, and, I, and we said, do you want to come up? And he goes like this. 
no thanks. And everyone was just, ah, ha, ha, ha. weddings are good audiences, dude. Ah, ha, ha, ha. They just think of it, ah, ha, ha, ha. right? Everyone laughs. All you got to do in the vows is be like, and I promise to try and love chocolate chips as much as you do too. And the audience is like, ah, ha, ha, ha. no, he does like chocolate chips. That's one of his things. And I even promise to try and be a little more patient when I teach you origami. <laughs> but yeah, dude, we killed it. Had some mic issues and uh, it was all good though. We got it on video and uh, the mic went out, but it was cool because we used the, what do you call them? The efficiency mic and I, and Kristen was holding it, and then I was holding her vows because she has only two hands. Yeah, go figure. I'm married to a chick with only two hands. And um, so it was cool. And then I have one of my friends that fucking, like, everyone was like, okay, you go ahead and make down to the reception. And then I have my gangster friend. I have one gangster friend that's like, no matter what, dude, his name is Sam, and he's fucking Persian. And no matter what, he fucking hangs back. You know, he's like one of those guys that's like, I'll hang back for you, dog. You know? And everyone went to the reception and he didn't. He was just like holding a bag, which is wasn't his. He's always carrying some for some shit. He's like, I take care of my people, you know? And like and like we were, the family was taking pictures and shit, and Sam was just watching, lurking. And like he's one of my best friends. But if you didn't know that, you'd be like, Who the fuck is this guy with the long hair just staring at and that's Sam? And Sam's like, You good? You good, dog? You good? And then it'd be like, Yeah, and be like, Okay, you want me to hang back? Nah, just go to the reception, man. No, nobody's gonna fuck it. What do you think? Who do you think is coming? The Crips? Okay, dog. And then he walks down and has a reception. And oh, dude, I met Sam when I was in high school, and we were in summer school. And dude, the guy told so many stories, and every story he told <laughs> ended with someone stealing a car, dude. And I would be like, dude, you know how many stories you tell where the fucking guy steals a car? And he laughed so hard, and we fucking made friends, dude. And he was a bully, and now he's not a bully anymore. He's reformed, dude. He's a good guy. I fucking love that dude. Um, Sam Sheik, baby. Uh, so, yeah, he's a fucking good dude. Always wears black. Calls us Car Vampirella. Unbelievable, dude. I have the weirdest friends. It's unbelievable. And I love them all. And he showed up to support. Everyone was there, you know, fucking had people that we loved was there. Fucking Eric Griffin, Bobby Lee, the fucking uh, uh, Brendan Schaub. They were all there. It was a fucking love fest, dude. Um, Mike Linochi crushed a speech. It was the funny, funniest shit. Too bad he can't put it on his fucking TikTok because it's personal. Uh, but they, he would rake the views up, dude. But that shit was hilarious. He did a speech. My brother did a speech. It was beautiful, even though my brother dressed like a Dick Tracy character. Um, but yeah, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. My brother, Dick Tracy character, fucking mustache Pinkerton or some shit and, uh, mustache maroon that, wow, that would, <laughs> that would be, yeah, we got to get Dick Tracy, a mustache maroon because he had a mustache and only wore maroon and it had a shirt on that said powered by dreams at a wedding. And so, uh, and it said it so many different times and had a mustache and a little Bob's Burger haircut. Dude, it was unbelievable. And so, um, so anyway, dude, my brother killed it. I love everybody. I love everybody, man. Um, Adam Ray, fucking so many good people. Ian Edwards, my friend Gavin from childhood. You got no, you got no idea who that is and it's fine. He's a wrestling coach. And, um, yeah, dude. 
Killed it. Had a good time, and the wedding singer dude. Let's get back to the wedding singer dude. This guy, first of all, all walks up to me before the dinner drops. And I'm like, why, right? Because the band isn't playing yet. We just fucking all got done crying. We sat down at the long table because we sit with our friends. We don't do that fucking bullshit honeymoon table. What do they call it? A fucking, the table with, it's just, it's where you're like, you're like, it's just you and the bride, like Game of Thrones. And like, we're always with each other. What the fuck is this? It looks like somebody's going to go like this and somebody's just going to slit someone's throat. Yes, that's what we do at our wedding. <laughs> we sit together and, and make sure that we are the fucking king. That's bullshit. If you do that, you sit with your friends, dude. You're here with your friends. It's a love fest. So, um, so er- and Eric fucking did it with his bride. He fucked up, dude. I'm telling you, you want to sit with your friends, man. And, uh, so we sat and we were sitting down and all of a sudden I get a tap on my shoulder and there he is, the fucking leader of the Cowlings band. He says, Hey man, dude, I just, and I knew it. I knew that's how he was going to fucking sound because of his face. Sometimes you just guess and you know, right? When I was a kid, I used to have this feeling that I thought I would be able to predict who the next person I was going to see in my life was. Oh, dude, I am crazy. But I had this strong feeling, like a very strong feeling that the next person I saw when I was out, whether I was at a mall or turned a corner or whatever, that I should be able to see and know what he was going to look like. And of course, I never did it, but I always tried. But voices, I'm good, dude. One guy, a guy, one time a guy walked in a room uh, and I was at CCD, communica- communi- communion, and I was with my brother. And, uh, and he came in and I was like, oh, that guy's going to sound like this. And I did his voice and then he fucking started talking. I was like, dude, I knew it. And my brother's like, how do you do that? And I go like this. I got powers, man. I got powers. So, um, so the guy came in and started talking and he was like, dude, I just want to say how happy I am to be here. And I was like, oh, he's one of these positive guys, right? Like he's got to be one of these fucking yoga dudes. He's got to be one of these guys who eats a lot of granola, does yoga, always is positive, And probably, I'm not saying he did, I have no idea, but probably has bad breath, right? Like guys who are super positive and do yoga, if you don't have bad breath, something's seriously wrong with you. You're not doing it right, right? You got to have bad breath if you do yoga and you're always positive, right? So, um... So he comes up and he's just like, dude, I'm so happy to be here, man. He's one of these 55-year-olds, one of these 50-year-olds that talk, says dude a lot, you know. And uh, I'm so great. This is such a beautiful time uh, in, in life and you're, you're, you're getting married. And uh, I'm so happy you hired us. Is there anything that we can do that we can sing for you guys that you'd like? And I said, oh, dude, well, we, we saw your video and your demo reel it, and you killed it. It's amazing. This is why we hired you. I didn't tell him we hired him because of his face, because you're obviously a wedding singer, and this is the guy I want singing at my wedding because of his face, because of the aesthetic of his face, right? This guy goes, move over, Adam Sandler, with Jerry Curl. I'll do it, right? So um, I say, you're, you're shit, it kills. You guys are great. Just do what you do. And he said, oh, really? You sure? We could do a sort of mix of stuff. And normally what we do is classic rock. We play the classics. If that's cool. And I was like, absolutely. And he was like, so you don't want anything specific? You don't want to lead me in a certain direction? And I was like, nah, dude, you do you. It's why we hired you. And that's something I believe in, dude. It's something I believe in. We had a wedding planner, and she said we were the easiest couple that she ever fucking worked with. <laughs> Because you delegate, right? We delegate, my babies. We're all about delegation. That's why when you join the cult and you share ideas, what do you do, dude? 
everyone has a fucking thing to do in the tall grass or they're working on the cabin. They're putting out wheats, trimming some shit, hanging up curtains. We got to live, baby. But we're all about delegating. This is delegating central, right? And uh, so we're so so I say, you do you. And he says, all right, well, if you change your mind, if you think anything, I'm your guy. Just come to me. And I go, all right, cool. And then he walks away and I see my beautiful bride. So I say, hey, you know what? Guy who has that face. Why don't you ask her? She's she would know. And I see him doing. And then Kristen just goes like this. And he's like, and she goes, and he goes like this, and then walks away, right? So I'm like, all right, he's just going to play the hits. He's going to do what we saw in the video, all right? So we get to dancing. By the way, the food was spectacular, and you should have, sh- I feel bad for the people who are like, this food's great. I was like, you, you, didn't, you didn't even fucking get to taste what we cut. You didn't even get to taste what we didn't use. For the tasting, dude, we had some crazy chicken that didn't even make the cut, dude. Dude, we've got chicken with all sorts of nice drizzle on it that we tasted that didn't even make the cut. Enjoy your short ribs, though. Enjoy your salmon with farro. Enjoy the tortellini risotto. What the fuck? I don't even remember at this point, but I got the short ribs. And uh, if you, by the way, if short ribs are ever on a menu, you get the short ribs, dude. That's just how it goes, man. Okay. So we eat the shit. Was really good. Gave the speeches. Um, Mike Linochi was funnier. I wish he was that funny for me when he opened for me. Um, you know, uh, Chris's mom did a great speech. She used to be a newscaster a newscaster and she killed it. Everyone was like, she really know. And I would be like, she's a newscaster. And okay. That makes sense. She ended with, she started the speech with tonight at 11. And, um, is broccoli bad for you? Kristen and Chris met. So, um, then we start, we go into the fucking room that was all done up nice. It was beautiful. Right. Uh, I shared some images on my Instagram, but, um, Chris Leah, and uh, we get there, the band is in full swing, and it, they are just fucking killing it, dude. Flaming it up, right? Okay? And so the guy's singing, and oh, he's singing with his face, just doing his fucking thing, just killing it, doing all sorts of great songs, songs where I'm like, well, I didn't even thought of that, but then I'm like, okay, wedding, okay, yeah, very cool. And um, the first set ends. You know, he does like a 40-minute set or whatever it is. He said, we're going to come back for another set. We're going to take a little break. He comes back. I'm fucking talking and shit. The music's playing and all that shit. I got a tap on my shoulder. Who is it, dude? It's the fucking wedding singer. And he says, hey, man. And I said, hey. He's like, dude, I'm so happy I'm here. And this is great, isn't it? And I said, yeah. He said, dude, is there anything that you want me to sing for you? And I was like, oh, man, dude, honestly, this night is going spectacular. And I'm just fucking love what you're doing. And he says, all right, because if you want me to do any certain things, I mean, you can give me a few songs or whatever, and I could play them. We know everything. And I was like, dude, honestly, no notes. You're killing it. Everyone's having a good time. I don't want to interfere with it. So please just continue to do what you're doing. And he goes like this. 
Ah, all right, man. Well, let me know if you change your mind. And I said, okay, cool. He puts his fucking ear things back in and he goes and kills another set. Yes, dude. Everyone's having a good time. The cotton candy swirlies is happening. The fucking life rips coffee shop is happening. Yeah, I had that. That was a surprise for Chris. I had no idea, but there was a coffee spot with a sign that said life rips coffee. Fucking was awesome, dude. We had little fucking uh, 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 fried chicken shits. Even my old manager was there just like, oh, you know, look, there's chicken in there. Like, it was just a fucking love fest, right? Yeah, look, I'm so happy I'm here, you know. Just be invited, you know. I saw chicken in there, right? So, so, oh, Killer Merch did the Life Rips thing. Shout out to Killer Merch that do the merch, right? Cool. Um... And so that's very cool. I didn't know that. So um, anyway, uh, so so now they do another set and they kill it, dude. This band, they take fucking you. You heard about spin moves in the first set, dude. This guy was spinning so hard. He looked shorter by the end of the second set because he was drilling a hole into the ground, dude. This guy was now just fucking, he looked short. He was like Akon out there. Just fucking convict music. Getting fucking small as shit, dude. Shout out to the old episode where I made fun of Akon. He should be short because of the fucking voice he has. Anyway, dude, for all the true babies, they know that shit. So it does another set, dude. And this fucking, they, I thought the first set was good and they are just firing, right? That said, and we're going to take a break. Because now it's like three hours into the fucking uh, dancing. I get a tap on my shoulder and I'm by the, by this time I'm sitting down. My legs are done. Like, you know, when you're just working on adrenaline and Vivance and you're just like, oh, okay, cool. I had no idea that my legs were moving this much so long. And now I got to just take a fucking seat and you sit down to somebody you barely know. And they're just like, so is it hard what you do? And you're like, oh, here we go. What do you mean, dude? It's not brain surgery, but. So, uh, how do I, if I wanted to get into stand up, I, you're 50. And so, so I, I, who comes up to me? The fucking wedding singer. And this is three hours into him already singing. I mean, the guy's crushing it, right? And he says, Oh, man, this is just great. What a vibe. I'm so happy I'm here. And I'm like, still? Okay. But I get it. And he's like, Sure enough, says, you know what he's going to say. But he actually says, again, for the third time, is there anything you want me to play? And I'm like, this guy, he really wants a suggestion, okay? But I don't know. I'm not even, I don't know what he played or what he didn't play. So I say, you know what, man? I know you keep asking, but you're killing it. I don't want to get in your way of the shit. You're just on this mode of, absolutely everyone's having a good time play whatever it is that you got if you got more shit you want to play keep doing it do whatever you want and he says are you sure man i mean it's been a whole night and like if you want you could tell me now i'm like does this guy think i'm like lying to him like i do have a secret song that i want him to play that maybe i'm not saying because i'm bashful i'm not bashful he should know i'm not bashful I mean, he's definitely Googled me and knows what I do. Hope he didn't Google me. But like, so I'm like, he's like, are you sure there's nothing? And and I'm like, all right, you know what, dude? It's been three times. So now you win. You win. 
I'm going to say a song because everything's going right. Now here in my head, I'm, I'm going to say a song. He's going to say, we don't know if we know that. Oh, okay. And then he's going to fuck it. It's going to be my fault. Right. But I'm like, the guy's come up to me three times. The night's almost over. So I say, okay, brick house. I haven't thought of the song brick house. Since I first saw Pulp Fiction and Brickhouse was on in the background in one of the scenes. Okay? I mean, I haven't thought of the song Brickhouse in decades. I don't know where I pulled this fucking title Brickhouse out of, but I do like the song. And that's where my mind went. So I said to the guy, Brickhouse? And this is what he does. Now, I got to stand up because this is what he did. This is what he did. He, he goes like this. I know you can't see me in my body, but this is what he does. This is what he does. He goes like this. He goes like this. Oh, man. Oh, man, that is great. I am just so happy I'm here. Thank you for having me. And I say, yeah, man, I'm really happy you're here. And he starts to walk away. And as he's walking away, he says, it feels so good. Why? What does? Okay? He says, it feels so good. And walks away. So I was like, man, I really nailed the suggestion. They do their set. They play for another hour. The guy never fucking played Brickhouse. The whole time he didn't play Brickhouse. I still haven't heard Brickhouse till now. I still haven't heard Brickhouse. The guy fucking asked me three times, monopolizing my conversation. I'm giving him my energy. Please, please tell me a song. I finally pull out Brick House because I heard it once in fucking 1992. And the guy fucking looked like he was about to stroke me off with pride. And then didn't fucking play it. How can you be like that? That guy is my fucking hero, dude. That is unreal to do that. I love this dude. God, I would fucking hang out with that dude so much. He, he, yeah, dude. I, I feel so bad that I already had my wedding. I would invite him to my wedding. To be in the fucking... In the actual... Wedding party. Like, we didn't have best men or whatever. We just had my best man, Calvin. My son's really serious, bro. He just fucking so serious. That's how I was. Eric Griffin was like, your son is so serious. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. He's just always trying to figure shit out, man. My son's always trying to figure out, figure shit out. Um, and then we had a good time, man. And we were, uh, we went to another bar at the end. My dad was drunk. I haven't seen my dad drunk that drunk in a long time. Everybody was drunk, man. People were on Mo was on Molly. I don't even know how the fuck where, where did where did he get Molly? Some guy just fucking came and was 
throwing molly in people's mouths and shit. Um, shrooms. Everyone did heroin, no. And um, meth. <laughs> My dad was on ayahuasca and um, no. And so, uh, so then we were like, all right, let's keep going. Let's keep partying. So everyone walked down the street. Um, and, uh, we went to another bar and we were in this bar, like this dueling piano bar. Oh, it's a fucking dueling piano places, you know, have, hey, places have one piano, have one piano or no piano. You need two. There's some places out there with fucking no pianos. You got two fucking piece of shit place. So we're in there and, you know. Sam's there and he's like, you want me to go in and scope the place out first? Make sure everything's cool. I'm like, bro, it's fine. You know, all right, let me give these things to this other person I'm holding. And, um, so we get to the fucking, uh, dueling piano place and we're hanging out, having a good time and we, and I got to go pee. So I go, I walk over to the fucking bathroom. And I'm not one of those bitch asses that's like, where's the bathroom? I look for it first. Okay. Do you guys, it's, you know where it is? It's in the fucking back. You know why? Because the toilet's never in front because of shit and piss. If I worked at a restaurant and somebody was like, where's the bathroom? I would say, I would get, I figure, you guess. Oh, you got it, didn't you? And so, um. And so uh, I go to the bathroom and I'm pissing and it's one of those things that's like a, uh, it's got a urinal and then it's got a, a shitter. And I'm in there and the bathroom is so fucking messy, right? It's a dueling piano place. There's like a fucking, there's like a family of toads in the corner. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, <laughs> why is it so, it's so fucking gross in bathroom, public bath. It's like, dude. And so, uh. So I'm pissed, and I look over at family of toads. is like, I'm like, yeah, hey, guys. And so um, as I'm pissing, I hear behind me these words. So you got married today? And I'm in my tux. And I'm pissing. As I'm pissing, I say, uh, yep, I sure did. And as I'm saying, yup, I sure did, a different voice behind me says, Nope, not till next week. So now I realize that I'm not even in this conversation. Two guys are talking to each other behind me. And I'm just holding my cock. So so then the guy who says, no, not till next week, looks at me and says, oh, you did? And I'm like, I got a fucking boutonniere on, asshole. There's a flower close to my chin. What do you think I fell off a cake? Like what of like come on. That's the ultimate work with me, man. Like just be like, "Hey, yeah, dude, I see that. I'm mine's that. but now he's putting me into I'm holding my cock looking over like this. And he's like, "Oh, you did?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't realize you guys were talking to each other." And he says, "Yep, I'm getting married next week." I said <laughs> and I say <laughs> and I say no shit. Congratulations, man. And he says, you too. And then the next thing he says is, I broke my foot today. And I say, really? Like, like where, like, what is, did David Lynch 
fucking construct this bathroom. And I look, I look behind me. I say, oh yeah. And he says, yup. And I say, oh shit, man. Well, you know, you're, you're a fucking trooper. I zip up and I walk out and even wash my hands because it's too weird. And also my cock's clean. So I leave and I'm like, this is so weird. And I walk out and I sit down and then I, I'm like, I wonder if the guy actually broke his foot. And he walks out with no foot brace, just shoes on. And he's limping so hard. And I'm just like, hey, dude, go home or to the doctor. But dude, every I love weirdness, bro. I love weird ass motherfuckers. And we walked down the fucking street and there was a dude that was just like, yo, bro, you want a rose? And I was like, nah, you know, don't ever give me anything if I'm walking, you know, here, hold this. I don't get it. All right. And he was like, nah, give it to her, man. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I took the rose and I said, hey, baby, look what I got for you. And she was like, oh my God, how nice. And then I looked over and the guy goes like this. And I'm like, where is this world, you know? And Santa Barbara, we walked all the way back and Santa Barbara was, you know, and then Kristen like took off her heels and she was like, I'm just going to walk barefoot. Like there's, I'm like, babe, you're going to get fucking stuck with a syringe. And she's like, no way. I used to do this all the time in college. And I'm like, just, can you put your heels on or can I carry you? You know, cause I'm a real man. And she was like, no, I got it. Don't even worry about it. And she's getting her fucking back to the room, feet all dirty and shit. People came back to the room. There were fucking people I didn't even know were there, dude. And, uh... Let's see, what else? The fucking, uh, David Sullivan was there. He said I looked fucking really good sitting the way I was sitting. He was like, I never tell you this, but right now you look really good. I had my tie undone. My chest was out. So it was fucking ridiculous. I have a picture of it. I told him to take a picture of it. And your boy ended up getting some sun, dude. It was 5.30, but that Santa Barbara sun beating on my head, dude. And I still got it, dude. You're probably trying to adjust the hue on your fucking television screen. But, dude, turns out your boy got some sun when it was 5.30 talking about his vows, dude. So... We had a good time. We had a good time. So that's that's it, man. And um, you know, Cal's talking, dude. Cal's talking a lot, and it's great. Uh, I walked down the street and fucking the other day. This was in Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara's insane. And this guy, like, every now and then, I. W- Santa Barbara was like a, a place where a lot of people were coming out to me. I don't know what it is. That's my demo. But like this dude, I was walking down the street and some dude, I was just like, I'm going to go get some fucking, I don't know, I, I was hungry, right? And I saw this this pasta place and I was like, this is what I want. But then they had zucchini pasta. I was like, this is what I want. And also I could keep it healthy. And so this guy looks at me before I walk into the pasta place and I can tell he's going to say something. He just goes like this. Right? Anytime a guy looks at you like a fucking meerkat and you're a little bit famous, you're like, here he comes. And he's just like, and, and I, I don't look. I go straight because if you dance with him a little bit, it's sometimes awkward. And I understand how that could make me, by the way, somebody came up to me today and they were like, I know you hate when fans come up, with you, to, come up to you. And I, and I don't hate that. But come correct. I don't hate that at all. But this is a transaction. Let's get it done. In fact, I don't hate it. I love it. But come correct, right? So I got this meerkat looking at me from across the street. And I'm like, let me just dip into this pasta place. Get some zucchini pasta. So I get it. And I see the guy waiting outside of the fucking zucchini pasta place. And I'm like, great. Now I got to have pressure while I eat. But I'm not going to go back outside. Because what if he just wants to stare? I mean, I do the thing sometimes where I jump the gun. And I'm like, you want a picture? And they're like, nah, bro. And I'm like, ha No, I, it's a, I, I know. 
So I'm chilling in the pasta place, waiting for my food. And then he comes in and he says, hey, man. I say, what's up? And he says, dude, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm just going to probably eat some pasta. And he was like, yeah, but like, you have a show out here? And I was like, nah, actually just chilling. Because I don't want to get in. I'm saying, get married. And then he's like, oh, really? And we got to talk so long, right? Grateful for the dude that he knows who I am. But, and he goes like this. Ah, oh, cool, man. Well, like, I, I love your stuff, man. I'm a big fan. I say, oh, thanks so much, dude. And he says, you want to do my podcast? And I'm just like, everybody's got a fucking, I, okay. Everyone's got a fucking podcast then, huh? Fucking I, dead people have podcasts now. It's like the podcast of Napoleon. They're like, we've reincarnated Napoleon. And also we've reincarnated a regular guy. There's just so many. They're a duo that has a podcast now. Napoleon and Frank. Hey, Napoleon, how was it invading everybody, giving them fucking leprosy? This podcast makes no sense. Hey, Napoleon, don't you like talk regular? <laughs> Napoleon and Frank. They both used to be dead. Now they have a podcast. So I'm just like, uh, he says, you want to do my podcast? And I fucking literally said, no, but I'll take a picture with you. And he was like, oh, dude, you know what? I don't have a phone. guy you want a podcast step one have a phone the guy goes like this oh dude i don't have a phone then how do you have a podcast how does santa barbara exist is what i'm saying it's like fucking fantastic beasts and where to find them this is where you find them in santa barbara there were some fantastic beasts. It's unbelievable, dude. So, anyway, if you want to do a podcast, just wander around State Street a little bit, and that guy will come up to you. And then he like wrote me the other, and he's like verified. I'm like, oh, I'm an asshole. I don't know what was he doing in Santa Barbara, dude. It's crazy. I could just have a podcast and be successful in a place like fucking Santa Barbara or Wichita. What? What? what Wichita, the mur- mur- murder capital. B B B T K. Every time someone says the B T K killer, I think of that fucking B two K group. I don't even know what they sang. Was Omarion on that? Who was on that? Am I racist? I'm sorry, little kids, but I'm a killer clown today. Um. So what else happened, dude? This is great, man. All right, we're back. It got hot as shit. I had to let the air in, dude. I was gonna faint, man. Um. It's uh. I was just thinking about the world, man, while I was going to the bathroom. Uh, you know, sometimes I like talking about news on this on this podcast. You know, I like doing a little bit. I always kind of try and do a little bit of stuff that happened to me and then also like some news and shit. And I do like doing misconnections and stuff. But like, I don't like talking like politics and shit. And so much of the shit that's happened lately is politics, like Ukraine and the fucking kids dying on with, their, with the gun control and all that shit. And like, I don't want to talk about that shit, you know, 
You come here for real issues. You know, you come here for the hard-hitting shit, like what pants to wear and how it feels when somebody is waiting for you outside of a fucking zucchini pasta place. And um, that's why we say fuck NPR, you know? So, like, every now and then there's a political thing that happens that I got to talk about. And this week it's Biden falling off of the bicycle, dude. This is the whole thing. I always said when I was a kid, I said there should be one uh, more uh, rule on having your driver's license. You should, and this has nothing to do with the Biden thing, but it kind of does at the end of it. You have to be able to catch a ball. That's it. If someone throws you a ball and they can underhand it, but you have to be able to catch it. If you can't catch it, you can't operate a car. You can't operate a bicycle. You just can't. You got to stop doing that, right? Okay. And what this does is it weeds out the people who are going to fucking kill people by mistake. It weeds out people that are going to crash in you. It weeds out people that are going to fucking drive off a cliff for uh, by a mistake. They're going to be operating a forklift and spear somebody, right? This is the thing. After 60, there has to be a universal test across the whole planet, and it's the throw-a-ball test. It's the throw-me-a-ball test. you got to stand there, and you got to – somebody's going to be, you know – Five feet away from you, and they throw your ball. You get two chances. If you can't catch the ball two times, that's it. You got to walk everywhere or be a passenger. And you can't operate heavy machinery. Joe Biden, there's a, no way this motherfucker would pass this pass the ball test. So he shouldn't be on a bicycle. This guy fell harder than Dogecoin. This guy, dude, let's watch him. I got it on Instagram. It's a bitch. Not moving at all. So nervous. Can't get his foot out of the pedal. <laughs> Dude, it's a bitch when you're coasting and you're not moving just like this. It's a bitch with the helmet. Has to do it because he's president. Needs to be a fucking role model. It's a bitch with the helmet. Now, all good. You're 80. Get off the bike. Not like that. Get off the bike. Don't ever get on the bike. Promoting health, promoting safety. Spitz with the helmet. Fell, got up, said he's okay. Defensivo. Now, Spitz and Defensivo. That's our president. How? Look, I'm not politically charged. Vote for whoever the fuck you want. I don't care. I got friends that voted for Trump, close friends. And I have friends that voted for Biden, close friends. I don't give a fuck. I buy Yeezys, even though Kanye's a lunatic. I, I, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't do the thing. Well, I, I buy New Balance because the New Balance had a New Balance. Why people tried to pressure fucking Steph Curry to not work with him because they voted for Trump and he's not spoken about Trump. I don't give a fuck, dude. If the shoe's nice, the kid's getting it. But the president has to be able to catch a ball or he's got to lay off the bikes, you know? And it's fine, but it's like, dude, this guy can't catch a break. Poor guy, you know? Poor guy. Fell hard. 
I'm surprised he didn't. I'm surprised, honestly, he didn't die. My grandma, my great grandma, we used to call her Super Grandma. We would laugh so hard. I don't know why we called her Super Grandma, but we used to walk in and fucking make her put her arms up like this. She was flying. Never saw her bottom half because she always had a blanket over it. And uh, we'd be like, do Super Grandma. And she put her arms like that. We'd fall so hard. And then one day she fell down the stairs, broke her hip, and died. That's a death sentence. If you're fucking 80, you fall down, you break your hip, that's a death sentence, dude. Have no idea why, but if you break your hip, you die. That's what happens. But if you're 100, you break your hip, instant death. Joe Biden's 80, can't believe he didn't break shit. Maybe he didn't. They're trying to cover it up. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but, you know, I still think he's a hologram, honestly. On his bicycle. As Look at this. This is from. At this point, I think what happens is he takes his left foot off, as you can see. He thinks his right foot is out of the saddle. Clearly, it's not. He goes to step down. Why is it? This is a, from, first of all, this is from, it says, President Joe Biden falls off his bike. This is the first YouTube video I clicked. It's from Boxing Now. Pick a lane. Also, why is boxing, why is boxing now commenting on Joe Biden on his bike, Joe Biden on Joe riding on his bike, Joe Biden on his bike, Joe Biden riding on his bike, Joe Biden riding on his bike. And uh, also, why is there commentary on it? Dude, I hate when you can't get the fucking video, dude. You're supposed to see Joe Biden fall down and some guy's like, and that's where he did it. I think it's because now, now let's sit. Now, here we are at the round table. Why did Joe, it's like, dude. Pulling him to the ground. Obviously, pretty scary for someone that age to fall like that. But obviously, he's he's up. He's talking to people. Wow, the he's way he's walking to a little over. girl there in the crowd, and things seem to be going in so fine after pain. that point. The White House chimed in. Their press secretary said that he was. I mean, fine this is not. It's boxing now, you know, not news. We talked to the White House. The White House chimed in and said that it's not a big issue. It's going to be fine. Now back to talking about Evander Holyfield. That's it for the episode here on YouTube. If you want to catch the rest of the episode, the uncut version, the raw, rough, rugged, and raw uncut version, go on over to our patreon.com slash crystalia, patreon.com slash crystalia. For only $6, you can get all of the complete episodes. And also, there's an extra episode a month, and there's like 14 by now, maybe 15, so you can go binge those. Six bucks a month, sign up today, patreon.com slash crystalia. There's also more. There's more, too. All right, guys, take care. Congratulations.